We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Lucy. Welcome to Light Ears. Recording this after the Warriors 130-127 loss to the Denver Nuggets in what is clearly the most disgusting loss of the season. And I think it's time. I think it's time for us all to say, It's time to go! Look. I don't know that there has been a loss this season that's more directly attributable to coaching than tonight. Yes, sir. I would say all of the 20-point losses that they've had this season are directly attributable to coaching. But this one hits a little fucking harder for me right now. Just a little bit. Because of how good they were playing. How much... Pajemski and Kuminga specifically were stepping up in the third quarter. They had a little thing going there. Like, am I going to sit here and be like, oh, they figured it out. That was going to be the championship for it. No, but they had a thing going that was going to win that game. And what did we get? Kuminga, 16 points in 19 minutes. Four 18, by- 18, 18. Don't, don't, don't lose out on that one minute. 18 minutes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> even even now I'm running Steve propaganda. I'm still making him sound better than he is, right? You know, uh, four assists, four rebounds. I thought he was playing a very good game. He's playing, building yes. upon the Orlando game, yes. playing just positive basketball. Uh, Pajemski was the story of the show in the third quarter, hitting all those shots and just generally energizer bunny making plays left and right all over the place. So what do we need to do? Get Looney back in there. Get uh get Chris Paul. That's a big one back in there. Sorry. Get Sarich back in there. Throw in Wiggins at the end once you shit away the lead and he's cold as hell. And it's not like yep. he's playing particularly well all game either. He had a nice little third quarter, but he wasn't playing a good game either. And just throw it away instead of riding your guys who are working. Go with seniority. This is the fourth time this season, according to a friend of the show, Shayna Rubin, the Warriors have lost the game in which they led by at least 18 points. So uh, 18 fifth. points, fifth, fifth time. Hell, hey, now you're now I'm running Warriors propaganda. Fifth time this season, the Warriors have blown an 18-point lead. This time they found a way to do it, not in the first quarter, not in the second quarter, not in the third quarter. They found a way to do it in the fourth quarter, and they didn't do it in the fourth quarter, up 18 with 12 minutes to go. They did it. In the fourth quarter, up 18 with six minutes to go. That was in a series of pathetic and embarrassing Warriors losses this season, Sam. That was the capper. That is, and I feel like we say it all the time, is the type of loss that gets somebody fired, that gets somebody traded, that gets somebody suspended. And tonight, I think it is without a doubt Steve Kerr's most disgusting coaching job. Uh, you talked about Kaminga. I think that's actually it. We can go through all the usual bullshit, Chris Paul, like you said. But that Kaminga one is, I think, is perfect Be- because it's a microcosm of everything that he's fucked up. 
these past few years, right? It, it really, it really is perfect. And this isn't to say that Kaminga is the superstar that he's put on the bench, but today I was at the gym. I was thinking about how he wasted last year's development by playing Anthony Lamb, who by the way, now is somewhere we don't even know. Definitely not in the NBA. And tonight, what you just New said, breakers. It, to this day, I still don't know. Frankly, I don't care. Good riddance to him. <laughs> 16 minutes. You didn't even mention this. He changed the game because he put Jamal Murray in the bucket. Jamal Murray was going bucket to bucket with Klay Thompson, and Kaminga just threw him in the rim, put him, got his fourth foul, completely changed the game. Warriors went up by 15 after that, and he didn't get to play a single minute after. That's it. I'm speechless. I'm actually speechless. And the thing is, we actually called this during the game. Everybody called this. Not you and I. We're not, we're not these geniuses. Everybody called this. They're just like, dude, why why isn't Kaminga in there? Like a simple question. It was it is classic. It's like you know, I saw a friend of the show, Steve Berman, was mentioning it. Uh yeah, to your point. Everyone was calling it out, and it was one of those, oh, whatever. They're gonna win the game. And then they don't. And you know, you open yourself up to these questions. Like, I'm just tired of it. I'm pulling 99.6%. Six minutes and 51 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The Warriors are up 18 points with less than seven minutes left. ESPN's odds have that at 90.6% that you're going to win. I don't want to hear about the players. I don't want to hear about Clay Thompson having good conversations with Steve Kerr. I don't want to hear about Draymond Green not being around the team. It's on the coach. This is all on the coach right here. You went away from what was working, and you let them ride it out the entire way for a loss. It's tiresome. It's one of those things where if this happened randomly, you and I would be mad. But... I'd wake up tomorrow and be like, eh, it's an 82-game season. Shit happens. Ideally, this shit doesn't happen, but shit happens, right? But this is the fifth time this year. They've been up 20. They've been up uh, They've been up near 20, as a t- technically, where they've given it away. They did it to OKC twice. They've done it to Sacramento. Each one of those ones were a consequence of coaching decisions, not adjusting, momentum shifting, sticking with the oldest guys on the roster instead of giving young guys. Like, I don't know how good Kuminga will be long-term. I think if push comes to shove, I think he's going to be a good player, not a great player in the NBA. But it hit me tonight watching this. I don't necessarily have anything to go off of to suggest to me that he can't be a great player. It's possible. It's possible another coach who just lets him play through it, you might have. Because in my mind, I thought like the Wiggins, uh, Aaron Gordon type of players probably where he lands, which is a good player. You know, it is a good player, right? But I don't know. I don't know if he can't be a better player than that and he can't be like a cornerstone building player because I don't get to see it. And even when he plays well, you don't get an opportunity to see it. I mean, we're not asking for much. It's really not asking for much. We're asking for him to close a game in which you know, and, and the comments said this earlier, this is, this is a trend. You know that Chris Paul provides nothing of value in crunch time. He can't shoot the ball. He can barely handle the ball. He takes the ball away from Steph, and he's not fucking guarding out there. That's one. Then you throw in Sarich, who he might have been a solid game, but you know, in crunch time, that's not your guy. That's not a guy that can create his own shot, not against a locked-in defense. He's good against bench players. And that's it. And then, like you said, Wiggins is coming in cold. I actually don't mind him. I thought he played a good game. Clay was hot. Fine. Then TJD, who played actually a pretty bad game, I thought. Really, not no fault of his own because he had to guard Jokic. But, like, why is he in the game? Right? Now you're running a lineup that, and I mentioned this during the game, have they ever closed the game together? Have they ever closed a game together? Has Sarge and Trace Jackson Davis ever closed a game together? So this is the first time you have them close a game tonight against the best team and the best player in the world. 
And on top of that, Kaminga doesn't get played more than 18 minutes when he's the guy that can maybe he can guard Aaron Gordon. Maybe because I don't know. Aaron Gordon's just walking to the basket every possession. He Aaron Gordon has playing. 30 points. What are we doing? The part the part that's so frustrating here is it's not a theoretical with Kuminga. He was rolling tonight. This was one of Kuminga's best games of the season. And they were winning his minutes when he was in there. You know, he it, you brought it up. He was putting Jamal Murray in the basket. He it I know it's frustrated you all season, uh, where he doesn't like take advantage of his size and athleticism, right? Yeah. Uh, he was doing it tonight. Yes, he was. This was Has literally been. what you wanted to see from him, which is like, dude, you're bigger, stronger, faster than a lot of guys. Use it to your advantage. And he was finally starting to do it. Uh, and, and he wasn't turning the ball over. The passing's no. been better the last couple of games. It feels like the game's slowing down for him. Uh, going back to the point, I don't know how good he will be long-term. Uh, push come to shove. I still think he's probably more of a Wiggins, Aaron Gordon type of player, but he's that so doesn't young. Matter right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter so right now. Good. You don't yeah. know that, you know, and he's, and he's clearly was your second or third best player going tonight. You know, it clearly was one of your best players going tonight and clearly an important piece of your team. And you go away from him the entire time. Uh, it just sums up everything that's wrong with this team. Can, can we, since we're we're belaboring this topic, and we should, uh, can you bring up this, uh, the Kerr? It's in the comments. Kerr talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, he was playing great, and, and um, you know, his normal time to go back in would have been around the um, you know, five, six-minute mark. And uh, Wiggs was, was playing great, and we were rolling. We're up 18, 19, whatever it was. And so we just stayed with him. And then at that point, uh, it didn't feel, you know, um, like it was the right thing to do. He'd been sitting for a while. So I stayed with the group that was out there. And um, obviously, um, you know, we couldn't, couldn't close it out. You, you only scored four in the last, I think, 634. Uh, what do you think was the biggest just offensive problems? Like what bogged you down? Uh, you know, we just um, we weren't getting a great penetration. Um, you know, earlier in the game, we were getting a lot of pocket passes. Um, I'm going to pause it right now. Yeah, you weren't getting penetration because you didn't put fucking Kuminga on the floor. You, uh, this like, I do not have the patience for the Steve Kerr Mia culpa. Oh well, we were rolling, and I I didn't want to put him back in the game. Fuck off, man. We didn't get any of those. They really tightened up, and um, so we we had to take a lot of contested shots, and uh, and just you know they they buckled down. Like I said, I give them credit. Just narrating his bad coaching like it's a fucking podcast. Like, what are we doing, dude? Like, <laughs> I, I you know I've never seen you this angry. By the way, this is usually my job. Uh, well, I mean, it's a fair question from Shane and a fair question from Slater right there on putting him on the spot there. I just think his answer is spineless. It, it just, it, what do you, what do you want me to say here? How many times has he done this? It anytime they're in a close game, I can tell you exactly how he's going to make a decision. Going to go to the oldest dude, going to go away from giving any opportunity to young guys. Uh, and, and you know, then they're going to lose. That's it. That's it. they, Kuminga was playing his playing some of his best basketball. Like, do you really blame him for being kind of a immature dick at this point about some sort of stuff? I, like, I wonder, I wonder if he's gonna have some quotes come out. We we heard him through Marcus's article last time talk about how you know he doesn't know what he's got to do to play. Mm -hmm. so that that certainly works this game. Well, I mean, he doesn't like I mean, what, does, <laughs> what does he have to do to play? He plays, well, he plays well, he doesn't get back on the court. Like he's he, he played, uh, I don't want to say played a perfect game, but like he played as well as you could ask. I mean, he played a perfect game as compared to what Warriors players have done this season. It's not like the Warriors have these amazing players left and right. He executed uh, his role as well as one could possibly help, right? Yeah. I mean, he's been doing that for for almost a month now. I, I, I'd, I'd say maybe even longer, you, you could argue. Um, his response is hilarious, though, because 
you could argue at a couple of things. And again, these aren't one, this isn't a one game thing. So, you know, people that listen to this get all riled up because it's like, Steve Kerr is amazing. And blah, blah, blah. it's like, yeah, okay. He's done great things, but this has been a trend line for a few seasons now. And especially for the way he coaches young players. And that trend line is one, why is he even taken out of the game? Six minutes in he's been playing so well. Why is he getting taken out Two, could have put him back earlier? There are, you know, there are real life game adjustments that you can make while a game is happening based on information during the game. You don't necessarily have to follow a script. Uh, you are the head coach. You are not a, um, you know, you can do what you want. You are the guy that calls the shots. It is possible to just keep him in there for longer, uh, especially in a game that you understand Kaminga's playing so well. And if the Warriors win this game, I mean, we talk about like a season-changing win. I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, with a big win that they had against Boston. Same thing with this one, right? And um, it's just, it's frustrating, I'm sure, for Kaminga. And we've got Kaminga's old quote again, not, you know, com- coming back. How far ago was this now? A week ago. Not even that long ago, Sam. This is what he says. It's where it's confusing. Sometimes I come out of the game not knowing what I did. And that messes with my head. It's like what they want me to do. I can pass. I can do different shit. <laughs> I'm a difference maker. I love his confidence, by the way. I know I am, but it's not up to me to do certain things. How can I say it? It's not up to me to control my minutes. I feel like I've done that, but the last voice ain't mine. And it's not easy because I know how to score the basketball. I know how to pass. I know how to do different things on the floor, uh, but it's putting all these things together. Yeah, I mean, he like he's brash. I could understand how he makes uh, maybe makes the veterans sometimes roll their eyes where it's like, bro, relax a little bit, you know, like you're not, you're not there yet. Right. But like, I'd rather have a guy who has this much confidence than the opposite. And more than anything, when he has nights where he's rolling like this, like, isn't this what you want to encourage? You want to encourage, you want to kind of like, yeah, JK, you took you you bullied Jamal Murray. You didn't turn the ball over. You didn't take a bunch of stupid fake. Like you played the game we wanted you to play. You also, I mean, okay, Jokic is hard to guard, but like I thought the energy level was there on that end of the floor. Yeah, we won a couple. And 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 my point is, my point is, he played the correct way all game. He played the way that you want him to play. He played the best possible way a Jonathan Kuminga can play. And what happens? Chris Paul, baby, it's time. You know, like (laughs) I I, I can't actually get that mad just just because we've seen it so much. Uh, But I'm with you. Uh, uh, Somebody in the chat saying I look so happy reading the chat right now. I mean, we're on playback live. Catch us after the game. Got about 500 plus people in here and guys are guys are just going off. Guys and gals are just going off in the chat. It's killing me. You know, people are just people are just getting after it about I'm, Steve. I'm and, trying not to react. Some some of them are fucking. Funny. No, no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it's great. Right. Like for, for yeah. people that want to just just after the game, you know, do a little venting, do a little therapy session. But I know I, I feel like this is kind of a Kaminga podcast. It's kind of like a Steve Curran Kaminga podcast because um, because this this really is really defines what the Warriors have been this season is that they have a coach that um, doesn't really know how to develop younger guys. He doesn't really know how to coach a game by feel. He doesn't know how to make immediate adjustments. And a lot of the game has passed him by because of that. And he's relying on veterans that have struggled all season. Um, even Steph in crunch time has made bad plays. He made bad play tonight. Uh, Clay was not out there in the fourth quarter. He wasn't good. Draymond's been turning the ball over, hasn't even shown up, right? Wiggins has been awful. Chris Paul's cooked. And so he's relying on these vets that just haven't been good for 35-plus games now, and he's still going to them expecting something different. What's the quote, right? If you do one thing twice, two things, three things, it's a definition of insanity, and he's done it nonstop, whereas he could have given these different people, different players, chances in those situations. Like, we – did you think the Chris Paul three was going in, right? Like, did you think that? Did you think? Wow. Did you think the ball was ever going to go back to Steph, right? And and we love Steph, but Steph, my God, the turnover! How, you gotta just shoot the ball. 
How are you going to throw a one-handed cross-court turnover with four seconds? Shoot the ball. They get the ball one second. You know, it's like we sit, we saw that against the Kings, right? Draymond, why are you fouling up three? We saw that against the Thunder, right? Like We've just seen this over and over again. And Steve hasn't tried at all to adjust, right? And part of and that has affected Kaminga the most. That's why I'm trying to say those are the two guys that really define to me this season. Yeah, and like – Atkins in the chat saying is this is so depressing and it is that's what's frustrating is like I feel I feel on the aggregate Chris Paul's been like a good soldier like I really don't have an issue with him uh, in terms of his individual effort to this team it's just watching the whole thing no one wants to be the one to sit down the old guys. No one wants to be the one to take a chance with the new ones. It does feel over. It feels, I said it at Thanksgiving, and I stand with this. Something needs to change. Whether it's replacing veterans or bringing in a new voice or both. It's, you know, Steve's not going to be the one who benches his old guys. Not. Do we need to see it again? Do we need to see them blow another 20-point lead for us to be like, aha, Steve's not going to do it, you know? And then, like, you know, those old guys, like, look, man, most of them are champions. You don't get there without having a certain sense of ego and pride and that sort of thing. They're not going to be the ones who bend, bend, like, it's going to have to be forced upon them in some way, right? It's going to have to be forced via a trade, via uh, a non-free agent signing. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm at with this team. Uh, you know, whenever, whenever it happens, you know, we'll do, we'll do a pod where we just, where we just talk positively about whoever goes. That's cool. like, that's how I, that's how I feel about it. Like, you know, like I, do I dis, am I going to like dislike Steve Kerr? Like, of course not. He's, he's been a very important part of this team, but it's like, it's time, man. It's time. Yeah, it is to time. make changes. It, it, it is time to make changes. And, uh, okay. Before we get to, I know we got a segment that we got to get to, but before we do that, I want to do a little optimistic take. Um, and we mentioned this earlier, but most losses <laughs> when leading most losses when leading by 17 plus points for, so they're 16 and 18 today. So let's say they hold on to those games. So they're 20 and 14. Draymond uh, has not played uh, more than half the games of the season. So let's say he plays 85% of the games this season. So we'll tack on two more wins, Sam, just to say two more wins. So the Warriors, if they had just been operating at a, maybe a, you could argue a league average level, right? Like just have your players play the normal allotment of games and mm-hmm. you hold on to the big leads that you have during games. The Warriors would be close to close games. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, like outside of that, the Warriors have had other games that they probably should have won, but I'm just going to ignore that. The Warriors would be 22 and 12. This is, this is elite copium. <laughs> I this, just, is, I, this is, this is somebody, this is, this is, this is some of your best work yet. <laughs> I just, it's insane. It's insane. How the Warriors have managed this season to be 16 and 18. They're not even in a playoff spot. The Warriors, the Lakers, and the Suns are 9, 10, and 11 in the Western Conference. Those are the three best players of the last 15 years, Sam. Steph, LeBron, and KD. And those teams are it's a new league, buddy. Yeah, it's a new it's it is it's yeah. time. Yeah. They're getting old. Yeah. Time to play some of the play yeah. some of the younger kids, you know? Yeah, um, I I do hear you because like it, it's very it's a very fitzy point, <laughs> but like the the you know like well you know if you consider the fact that they've been up, uh you know eighteen on four of their losses, they're technically a twenty win. To, you know, it's just like, like your record is your record though, right? Like end of the yeah. day, you're sixteen and eighteen, man. Like yeah. we can. We can do the mental gymnastics all we want, but this team mm-hmm. is, you know, how many texts did you get when the Warriors are up 18? Like everybody's like, oh, how are they gonna blow this? Like half jokingly, but not really, not really joking, right? It's like, you know, they'll they'll find a way. They'll find a way. And, and they did. The Light Years Podcast is brought to you by Lucy. Lucy makes next level nicotine. 
which is something that we all need right now. I definitely do. If you're tired yes. of buying the same mediocre pouches everywhere you go, stop settling and switch to Lucy. Lucy stands out in an otherwise boring market because every other nicotine pouch company is owned by Big Tobacco. Lucy has pouches with flavor capsules for an instant rush. Nicotine strengths up to 12 mg, and I'm gonna need some higher after that that 18 point loss. And gum with actual actual 1200 for me right 1200 now. 1200 mg. I could do a 1200. I'm gonna not eat for three days if that happens. Uh, Lucy is made by you know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. Lucy is made by people who love using nicotine for grinding at work, late nights at the bar, uh, late nights watching Warriors games, or taking the edge off in the morning. Uh, since they know nicotine, Lucy products have unique features like a double-sided lid that has a disposable area for your used pouches. Uh, Lucy is a perfect desk side companion, whether that's eight hours in Photoshop during the day or eight hours gaming your face off until 4 a.m. Skip stopping at the gas station. Order online at lucy.co slash lightyears and use promo code lightyears to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and it has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's L-U-C-Y dot co use code light years to get 20 percent off and always free shipping and here comes the fine print lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical you know the warriors play the pistons tomorrow night we'll be on stream i think we're gonna do i, I, I might do a stream we'll, we'll let people know uh but Go ahead, go ahead. The game of the week, my friend, the Under Armour game of the week is Sunday night. The Niners game doesn't matter because they've clinched, which means all eyes in the Bay Area will be on the Pascal Siakam Bowl. This well, might done. be the thirstiest Warriors game of the year. I don't even know where I land on this one. When I see Kuminga play like this, part of me is like, dude. For Siakam, or do they need to go in a different direction? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't really want to get into that topic tonight, but we do know the Raptors are looking to trade him before the deadline, right? Uh, and the Toronto Raptors will be in town post OG trade. Gonna be a very thirsty night. That's yes. that's what I'm gonna tell you. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh the I mean, Siakam goes for 35 with six threes. Gonna be, gonna be, gonna be some thoughts on the stream. Siakam we are so goes, back. So, Siakam goes for seventeen with zero for six from deep. Might have different opinions. Um, but if that there will be is, game. if there is one game this season that's the thirstiest game, it's this one. That's why it's the UA matchup of the week. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better. I mean, and and Kaminga and Siakam probably going to be going at it one on one, right? Last, last, our last UA. Uh, Curry brand uh, game of the week was Kaminga versus Franz. Now we got Kaminga versus Siakam. So if Steve Kerr lets Kaminga play more than 18 minutes, I think we'll have a fun game. Uh, I think that's that's really the matchup. Uh, I think the Warriors should have a have a good chance to win that game, but it really is about what Pascal Siakam looks like. Because I think as Warriors fans, we also haven't really seen much of Pascal Siakam. Nobody really watches that many Raptors games. So this is going to be a good chance to watch them. Oh, only only you and me are watching Raptors that much. But I do agree with you in general. Like he is the quintessential. You love him when you don't watch him every game. And when you watch every game, you start seeing like, oh, he's not a perfect player. Yep. That's well, some flaws, you know, like that sort of thing. So I, I think that it comes at a perfect time because Warriors are in kind of a weird spot. We know he's on the trade block. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, if nothing else, to see how everyone feels about it. I'm calling it right now. He plays an awful game, and it's going to be a very annoying conversation. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I, it's going to go one of two ways. He's either going for 40 or for or for like 14. 14. You know, it's like that. It's it's We got to get one extreme or the other, right? Your Under Armour matchup of the week. All right, let's get to some goons. Everyone can sound off tonight. I'm leading off with our guy in Australia, Luke. I know he's going to come with some heat. I'm rearranging the batting order. Sometimes you need a power hitter at the top of the lineup. Oh, you know, that. you're making an adjustment. I didn't know people could do that. I just 
you know, I, not everyone's Gabe Kapler just playing the matchups. Sometimes you just got to go with your, uh, got to go with your gut. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You there, oh. guys? How you going? Oh. This is how I know. <laughs> how are you there doing? There we how go. you doing, Luke? Yeah, good, man. I'm just picking up my kids from daycare. But you know what? Because of that loss was so fucking bad, guess what? I'm going to unleash because uh, <laughs> just, uh, just, just quote me last time, boys. What was it, the Kings game? I think Paratosh said um, – the Kings game. Didn't he say about Kim? What did he say about Kaminga? I need to play more. Is that what he said? Is that what he said? Remember? Yeah. I think he did. Pretty sure he did. But yeah, fantastic job. Well done, you fucking idiots. Great stuff. Just outstanding. Um, Sammy, and I'm a bit different to you guys because I actually wanted that Jokic three to go in because if they'd won tonight and Pods fucking shooting like Clay Thompson for out of uh, again, it actually gives them an excuse not to make a move now because. Instead oh, you want so so Jokic. you want you you want to burn the whole thing down. You, you're you've seen no, enough. No, 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 not at not at all, not at all, Sammy. I don't want to burn the whole thing down. But my point is, is that it's pretty obvious what Andy said at the start of the season, right? That see, Chris Paul has to go, right? He has to go because the problem is he's he's freezing out freezing out uh, Kaminga and he's playing Chris Paul for no reason, right? So. Why would you leave the bloke out that was making the most, like you said at the start of the pod, Sammy, why would you t- freeze out the bloke that was making the most uh, rim pressure and not playing for the whole fourth quarter? I mean, yeah. and, and also too, boys, I, I, I missed a little bit parks. I was picking up kids today here, but did, did anyone, did anyone, has anyone heard from Joe Lakin? <laughs> like, wasn't, wasn't this the bloke, wasn't this the bloke last year on Stephen A. Smith on first take saying, Oh yeah, we're coming. Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Where, where is he? Has he lost his balls or something? All of a sudden now, has he? How 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 is how is that loss acceptable by any standards on the other twenty nine teams in the NBA? Like even my kids are like, "What's going on, Steve Kerr? What's the story? What's the story, Steve Kerr? What's the story?" It's unbelievable. Anyway, but like, surely they make surely they make a move now, right, guys? Like surely. Like it's just unacceptable. Anyway, you got plenty of guys to go through. I got to deal with these kids, but I'm just. <laughs> Fed up with it. Like, Much I love, Luke. Dirty nose, but take it easy, huh? Much love, yo. Luke, I, I don't. Luke, as as a as an avid daycare picker upper, this just this this is my life right here. Just 100%. violence, violence in the background. Just 100%. no no consideration for your feelings all all yeah. the time. Take it great easy. evening. No worries. Oh. Hey. The, the, the chat saying the kid's sick of Steve Kerr, which is you know just about perfect. Oh, just I mean, I mean, perfect. I mean, st- <laughs> why would the kid support Steve Kerr? Come on, man. <laughs> that's it. The, the, the kid knows the kid knows Thanks, Steve bro. won't let him play. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Oh, uh, let's, let's keep moving. We got we got a bunch of callers. I want to yeah, get some. New- I'm not even going to comment. I want to get some new ones. In 20 years, the kids could play. <laughs> Sarb, what's up, man? I just want to say, uh, I think it's time we uh, give Steve Kerr a promotion from Sleepy Steve to maybe Brain Dead Steve. Because not playing Kaminga after this man was fucking picking apart the fucking Nuggets and just drawing fouls left and right and not just playing them. And at this point, whether Warriors are up 18 or down 18, have the same reaction. Oh fuck, we're gonna lose this. As as soon as uh, what's his name, Yoko shot that shot, I turned turn my TV off. I, I didn't I didn't even watch going. On. I knew he was going, and I turned it off. Do you, and just one question for you guys: Do you think that bringing Draymond back whenever he comes back is that actually gonna make a difference? Because I just feel like maybe 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 we have a chance at winning this game if he punches Jokic before you make I'm I mean sorry appreciate the call I'm not at my most optimistic right now we had a Draymond segment so maybe we'll do a minute on it I guess right yeah keep it moving oh actually let me ask you, what do you think? We got we got Woj saying Draymond's back in the facility. Like my personal opinion is like whatever. Like I these these like over dramatized things of people showing up to their job are uninteresting to me. 
I agree. And after tonight, incredibly uninteresting. Like, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite players of all time. So yeah, yeah. I I I've actually always enjoyed watching Draymond maybe more than even Clay. Um, and yeah, I'm sick of him. I'm tired of him. Um, tired of him. Tired of Steve Kerr. I'm tired of tired of this team. But you know, we'll keep we'll be here there every freaking game doing this. Um, but specifically with Draymond, I mean, it showed tonight. I think this is obvious. Many people made this point, but. Defense was terrible tonight because um, Draymond wasn't there. Why wasn't Draymond there? Because he's an immature man-child, um, and he can't find a way to stay on the court. So, you know, um, they obviously aren't – They obviously the NBA doesn't care whether he actually gets help or not. That's, that's obvious. Uh, they just want to make it seem like uh, he cares and they care, right? So um, it's all a show, and I don't want to watch the show. I just want to watch basketball. Does – I want to ask you this. Doesn't it feel like tonight's game also is a microcosm of that? It feels like this organization just is behind the times, enabling Draymond, enabling bad coaching decisions. Like it, it's just time for new voices. That's where I'm at with it. I'm obviously in a very bad mood because of the way the game ended, but I, I feel like at least part of the Draymond issue is people have let him fucking get away with shit for way too long, right? right? Uh, and I just feel like it's it's time to mix it up because I actually think this team probably has more talent than we give them credit for. And... Yeah. All right. What do you guys think happens if Joker misses the buzzer beater? It doesn't... I didn't actually want to watch OT, so I was like, I'm good. Um, I'm good if this team doesn't get to ot let's let's just do the show Sorry. yo what's up brother will what's up man <laughs> yo when i tell you i've been fucking steaming steaming this whole time when I, i'm gonna just rattle my shit off real quick and then go for it give you guys your thoughts number one steph bro what the fuck was that turnover bro like why why and then number two during during steve's uh post game uh interview like when he's talking about oh we we stuck with wigs because he was playing you know great defense and and usually we don't bring in coming until the six minute mark in the fourth or whatever the fuck he said but i'm like wigs was let's see three for 14 in 27 minutes yeah that's 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 real fucking great um when the one player in that situation where we needed somebody who could either get to the free throw line get to the rim was kaminga I, I just don't understand it. And then also, like, I just knew when Looney was on Jokic at the end, <laughs> I was like, he has no lift. There's no way he's even, like, contesting that, really. That might as well have just been a wide-open just shot from the free-throw line. It was just crazy to even see that happen. This is coaching malpractice. This is coaching malpractice. If I'm Joe Lacob, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, first of all, we're, like, we're, <laughs> we're fighting to stay in the play-in. The play-in. And then on top of that, I have no confidence right now that even if we were somehow to get in the play-in, we make it. This is a first-round exit team. Yeah. And I'm sorry to, like, say that I've been living in d- denial. I've been surviving Andy off of copium, too, okay? But, like, <laughs> this, this right here is unbelievable, unacceptable. And if I'm Kaminga, now if I'm Kaminga, <laughs> mm-hmm. if I'm Kaminga, man, I'm in my... I'm in the car on my way to my condo apartment, wherever the hell he lives. And I'm on the phone with my agent. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Um, yeah. I'm letting you know I'm about to call some movers. You know, um, yeah. they can get a head start on February 8th, pack yeah. my shit up. And I'm because I'm not, this shit is crazy. It's unbelievable. That was perfect. That last part is perfect because we came out today that Moses Moody, or sorry, Jason Dumas reported that Moses Moody was also not necessarily happy with his role on the yeah, team. Yeah, I believe Moody's gone. Like, I think Moody's Moody's gone at the trade deadline. Directly from Chris Paul. So to your point about Kaminga calling his agent, I don't know who Kaminga's agent is, but, I mean, if they, they've been mad for a while. So this isn't, like, new or anything. But uh, can you imagine? Can you just imagine being, being Kaminga? With these guys, the biggest thing, and we talked about this, is the extension that are coming up for these guys. So you're talking about money. That's, it's their it's their it's their career, man. Like, Hundred million dollars. We're talking. We're not talking about a million dollars. A lot of money. That's not. That's not like. But we're talking about the fact that Kaminga could be making a hundred million dollars, 
right now. Like on some just on some real talk, like this dude came all the way from the Republic of Congo to to live out his dream of playing in one of the best leagues in the world. And and when it comes to the money side of it and his career is just like, dude, Kurt, you are messing with what potentially could like set him and his family up for life because he's not getting the opportunity. Like it's been three, this is his third season, his third season. And, and we're still wondering if he's going to play more than 25 minutes a game. (laughs) Also like, like, and I think this is where the warriors have lost the plot. Uh, A sports team doesn't work if it's not a meritocracy. He's better than dudes who play above him and he knows it. It's hard to hold someone's respect when they know they're being benched for dudes they're better than. Uh, And I think that's the biggest issue the Warriors are running into. They ran into Jordan Poole. Whatever you think of him, he thought he was better than Clay Thompson. He was better than Clay for a lot of the season. And he definitely wasn't treated on that level. We can argue about that, but that's an issue that they keep running into, which is, it's hard. You can get a veteran to sacrifice, but like you're, you're 21, 22. If you're outperforming someone, you expect to be rewarded for it. And if not, you kind of want to move to a new employer, quote unquote. Like it's no different than like, Andy, if you got a job and you, and you were outperforming your boss or someone above you and they weren't rewarding you for it, you just be like, fuck this. I'm going to get a new job. Right. That's kind of, the issue the Warriors are running into with this, which is ultimately if you're not coaching the team purely where it's just like, you know what? Kuminga's better. Uh, he gets to play. Then you're going to lose guys. Uh, and this is the last thing I'll say. And then uh, just uh, when I, if I'm like, I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm paying $300 million <laughs> for this. Like Chris Paul, you can go. We if if this if we're getting to a point of a reset or, or restructure, rebuild, whatever you want to call it, fine. But this product, like, it's just hard to watch. Yep. 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 Where Appreciate is Lake you. Up? Well. A couple calls in a row now asking for Lake up. We have pod. We're just chanting Joe, 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 Joe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's paying. A lot of money. I mean, there are other owners involved, and fuck it, who cares? He's rich. Sure, sure. Like, but it, I'm just it's, saying it's, it's metaphorical. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, you know, at some point he's gonna pull the cord on this stuff, and mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, okay, all right, let's go. Let's keep moving. Wait, we had like 20 people, bro. Holy, good luck yeah. to us, guys. One minute. That's all you get. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds. Sorry. Let's go. I've been up since five. I love you. Jeez. I, I I was up at six thirty today. You'd be proud of me. I was up six thirty. Okay, that's that's like four a.m. for me. So, <laughs> Dylan, what's up, man? I was just uh, obviously like everybody else. I'm super frustrated with Steve. Uh, I want him fired today. Like I <laughs> I would like to see him not in Detroit or not not in the Detroit game at all. I'd like to see, I'd like to see Kenny running it. Like I'm I'm totally serious. I'm I've 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 been anti Steve for a while, but like. This is he doesn't watch the games. Like I'm convinced he doesn't watch the games. Like during the games, he's like maybe I don't know if he's like just watching Kaminga's defense and nothing else, but like he's not watching like the actual pattern of the games. I don't understand. So but like you get so I said one minute and out because there's 20 people waiting. I'll yeah. talk to you a lot later. Appreciate you, man. As always. Big dog. Paratash up here. He's way out. Wow. Hey guys, what? can you hear me? What's up? Yeah, guys? what's up, Paratash? Yeah, I just feel like playing that meme of, you know, Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson laughing like hilly, like crazy guys on like, I don't know what show it was, but I just have that video in my phone. So uh, I think Warriors fans watch the game wrong these days. Like, th- honestly, I just watch the games to see how Steve Kerr will find a new way to screw us over. So in that sense, it's really entertaining because it's always something new. Sometimes, like, uh, for example, it was Moody in the Sacramento game. It was Kuminga today. And I wouldn't bet my life on him not doing the same thing to TJD and Pods. So, yeah, if we watch the game more like a clown show with Steve Kerr at the top, then it becomes much more entertaining to watch these days. So that's all I wanted to say. Appreciate you, Paratosh. Uh, he, he's in full Joker mode. Just, Just... 
insanity. You know? I know, I know. Peritosh is a big, big. Uh, do you know the soccer fan? The uh, game that he roots for, the team. Man United. Man United. Yeah. Are they good? Are they? Are they also like the Warriors? Or, I mean, they're a historically good franchise. I, I would not say. say the season. The season's not been uh, okay. Okay. I'll, no. I'll, let, I'll let Peritosh speak for himself, but uh, I don't think they're up to the standards. Chat Chad says they're terrible, so they're like the Yankees. Apparently, so there you go. They're <laughs> that's honey, y'all. Hey, what's up, brother? What's up? Today, I was just—it's crazy because I see some tweet, like tweets from like national media people, and they're kind of like, "Damn, why is Chris Paul in for pods?" And like, it's crazy because I—you don't even uh, watching this team, you already take that for granted. Like, it's like the Kaminga thing, but it's like that's not on the night to night basis, the Chris Paul thing, you already know what's going to happen. Like, it's so crazy. It's already like, this is like the second mistake. And we're just like, oh, we're already conceding to the first mistake because we're just used to it. And like, I always bring this up, but like, this team is really becoming the Cowboys for me, for real. Like, the whole Lake of thing, bruh. And then this, this is like, like, like the Jason Garrett years. Like, how many years do you have to go eight and eight? Like, how many years you got to see? It's three years with like, dude, he can't play the young players. Like, it's three years. Like, when is it going to happen? Jason bro? Garrett. When is it going to happen, bro? Come on. I'm tired of this, bro. But I, I'm finna light a candle and I hope to see y'all in the NFC Championship game. At least we got the football to ride back on. You know what I'm saying? Stay positive on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cowboy the cow- the mm. cowboy analogy depresses me so much, my man. I appreciate you calling in. But I thought about it. You know, the Cowboys had dynasty when uh, Jerry Jones bought the team. Uh, and they looked unbeatable. And everyone's just like, oh, it's the new brand and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they haven't been terrible. They've just been, to his point, kind of eight and eight the rest of the life since then and that is the saddest you know what I, i'm done with this i'm done <laughs> yeah can we <laughs> joe will be pretty happy because the cowboys do well but i think that might be just they do they do make money but i don't know if he'll be thrilled with with the life well they haven't made the nfc championship game in 20 years no nah. they've uh they're living Maples they're is in li- here what <laughs> Who is resident Cowboys fan? I you they, guys this is living living off Emmett Smith, Nate Newton. Nate uh, Newton, Larry, who's Nate Newton? Larry Allen. Hey, hey best offensive line of all time. Troy they deserve, Aikman. They, Troy deserve Aikman. they deserve their respect. Those dudes move people. I've known Troy Aikman more as an announcer longer now as an Leon, announcer than he's Leon, been as a quarterback. <laughs> Chats mentioned Leon Lett. Leon Lett was a player too. That, that was a stacked ass team. They were stacked. There's, we we will not disrespect the '90s Cowboys. That was a stacked ass team. Yeah, I can't uh, speak to that. So I, I and I, then uh, they're uh, you know, kind of living off the the residuals of that. You know, it's 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 like uh, it's like you have a you have a hit show. You just live off the live off the residuals. Yeah, I'm pretty good. That might, that, I mean, that might that might be you and me. We might be just talking <laughs> about stuff for a decade and a half. I because, as long as we're, as long as because they, they got. Because the the way they're going, it's not trending positive. That's for sure. The 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 Warriors getting in their Dak Prescott era. They're not even in the Dak Prescott. At least the Cowboys now no, are like is, what? Is... Cowboys are what? The fifth best team in the NFL? Sixth best team in the NFL? The Warriors are yeah what? yeah, but their but their dynasty team is like Aikman, Emmett, Irvin. I... That you know what I'm saying? Like they've moved well beyond that. They gone yeah, that, right, so. right. It's been a long time. Yeah, this is yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. The Cowboys are frauds. The NFC is frauds. That's why the Niners will sleepwalk to the Super Bowl. We'll talk when the Super Bowl is here. <laughs> Yo, what's, what's up, guys? Adam, what's up, man? Yo, so I remember a couple weeks back, Marcus Thompson was talking about how J.K. still hasn't played back-to-back 30-minute games yet in his career. And yeah, I just thought tonight might have been the night when he has 16 points with 19 minutes. So you can definitely say Kerr is messing with his bag for sure. Because you look at what Franz Wagner last 10 games, averaging 38 minutes after the pick after JK. And you look at guys like Devin Vassell and the Spurs who got 150 million drafted a year before. So you got you just have to think about what's going on in jk's head seeing these guys around the league his age getting all those minutes getting huge deals and he can't even get back to back 30 minute games 
So yeah. I really feel so for we're, the guy. We're, we're begging for back-to-back 30 that, minute games. The bar right? is so I mean, low. The, the bar, bar is, so is here, man. I can't see the fucking bar. It's in hell. Yeah. I, that's where we're at. Like it, it's we, we've said it. Like, you know, if you ask me how good I think Kumingo will be, like, I don't know. I'm thinking somewhere in the range of of Wiggins, probably a little better, something like that, right? But you don't know that to be true. And I know for a fucking fact they don't have he's he's not sitting behind Kevin Durant and Anthony Edwards and like the stacked wing combination where he can't get minutes. And that's where it's kind of frustrating for me, where I'm just sitting here going, let's see, let's see what the kid has. He's young. He's very talented, and he's con- increasingly playing better and better basketball. Where I'm willing to say, like, like I don't want to put a ceiling on how good I can. Well, play. real talk, he's actually become a much better playmaker, decision yeah. maker this, this last yeah. month, um, which I've been pleasantly surprised about because, you know, we we've kind of always, at least I have, kind of questioned, like, okay, is he is he going to is he going to figure out this warriors offense because this isn't just a straight kind of pick and roll or stand in the corner type of thing you actually kind of have to figure out how to play on and off the ball and he's figured all of that stuff out which is really cool again he should he could have done that last year if anything landed him play but now that he's figured it out and he's kind of been the best player who he's been he's not playing so i don't know the guy mentioned Devin Fassell, 150 million which again Fassell almost had 40 tonight he's a good player but it's like but it's like Devin Fassell, 150 million dollars and if you're Kaminga, to Will who called in, bro, I I need to find who his agent is because there is I no it, way on God. It's versus he's, man. He's, get, he's getting paid no matter what, man. He's getting paid no matter what. I just uh, I just it's it's it, it cannot be a good feeling for him. No, you're not. Are you the agent that's telling him he's getting paid? Like maybe he would, but like he hasn't. Well, I, to to your point, yeah. Until. Until it's signed, it's not real. And then um, to to like the broader point, it's just kind of like it's not like he's sitting for dudes who are better than him. And that's, <laughs> that's really the worst and part. and that's and that's what's so frustrating. You know, if they're gonna lose because Kuminga is young and he's not ready, then so be it. But I'm watching them lose when he's playing better than dudes who are playing above him. It's annoying. It's it's just let's move. Yeah. I'm move. Goons on goons on goons. We got a lot of them to get to. Oh, I'm so sick of freaking seniority ball. Oh crap, <laughs> bro. Dude, like here's my thing. I can uh for a second I was like, okay, yeah, they are rolling. And then and then the lead is dwindling and it's like it's just completely indefensible. Like there's no there's literally no defense for it. Like it's it's a slog. Your offense is slogging. Get somebody in there that has energy. Why are why is Tarius Arch in there? I don't know. Why is CP3 in four pods? Like pods was half of the reason that you were rolling at that point, and you and then you switch him out for somebody who's gonna slog down the offense. And you just like you have to trade. And the funny thing is, you don't have to trade necessarily because the players have been bad. You have to trade CP3. You have to trade someone else that's old, too, just so that freaking Kerr doesn't have the goddamn option. It's like, it's not the players themselves. It's like the coach just can't, he can't quit it. He can't quit old people. All right. Uh, Okay. Got it out. Have a good one. Appreciate you, Matthew. Seniority ball. I mean, it's it's oh. if they're winning, it's like it is what it is. Figure it out, kid. But like, they're not, and it's annoying. Let's get to our bleacher, Dave. Been a minute since I heard from from Dave. Let's go. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? What we got. How am I doing? I'm doing shitty. Ten thirty four. Series of shitty losses. Some of them I've been at this season. That's disgusting. And so. But I've seen Warriors teams like this before. And so, you know, the pattern recognition of a team that is just good enough to lose, you guys have seen these Warrior teams before. They're just good enough to lose. And I'm not trying to hear no Niner, whoa, I've lost all my teams. They've all left. The A's vetoed the B's. In the Coliseum, and now I gotta watch the Warriors vomit up this game. 
because they vomited it up. And so while I can blame Kaminga played so brilliantly to start the game, he proved out that three-guard, two-small lineup, because I think they were plus 10 in the first quarter in the first six minutes of the game, and when he got subbed out. And I'm in my mind, like, he's going to come in with six minutes left to close the game to repeat what he had. He had Jamal Murray in trouble. They had the five-out offense, and he was, like, recognized. He would drive to the hole with no moves and overpower the player. And so while Steve Kerr gets all that for not putting him back in the game, them players on the floor choke. Chuck Charles Barkley didn't lie. They choked. Steph Curry threw the game away with four seconds. Because you know when Jokic picked up that shot, did you have any doubt it was going in? I knew that shit was going in. Yeah. 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 He was too He was too in rhythm. And Looney couldn't bother him. But if Kaminga wasn't him, he couldn't have bothered him neither. That's, he's, he's, he's just too much. You know, it's behind his head. And so – I hear, I hear you. I, I don't necessarily do, disagree with you, but like yeah. I'm also watching it, and it's like, man, you're up 18 with six minutes to go. You had, like, just put Kuminka back in the game. The the whole like, oh, he wasn't in rhythm. I didn't want to throw him out there. Like that's bullshit, man. Like let him, let let Kuminga lose you the game for once. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because, because to your point, I actually I, I agree with you on this one. Once they tied the game up, or sorry, not even once they tied it. When once they, they got, got to count, like eight, honestly, like seven or eight. I, I, you know, maybe I'm a bigger optimist than you. I would say four for me. Yeah. But once I, once I saw that they got it there, I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. This so, is so, this is ending in pain. This is that they've Steph Curry. They've pled the momentum. Steph Curry took a completely unserious shot. I think they were up by seven. But like just over a minute to go. And it was like, you think the game is over. It was a stupid, crazy shot. And so while the coach has a shirt to blame, the players on the floor can't score four points down the stretch. That's the players on the floor. You're right. You're right. I but cannot, like, who, I, who who can get to the rim in that lineup other than 35-year-old Steph splitting a double team, which he doesn't always do. You know, like yeah. who who else? Like yeah. it, it, yeah, it gets it gets back to like the, the lineup combinations where I'm just yeah. like, you're leaving off the yeah. the dudes who are most likely. So so if we if we it. go go into it, it's okay. So it's Steph or Wiggins who's shit. <laughs> so and then around <laughs> those guys, they had Chris Paul who has an open. Well, Jokic was guarding him, so Chris Paul has an open three, bricks it. TJD, who's had good minutes, actually had a layup, but a total non-threat, so they put anybody on him. Then you have Saric, who, I mean, come on, let's be serious. And then Wiggins, to your point, made a couple shots, but missed a bunch. So you've got guys, got a defense that's completely keyed up on, on Steph. I mean, at the same time, that turnover was insane. And it's also it's also insane because that's, what, like the 10th time he's done that this season? <laughs> like, he just, him and Draymond are like the biggest culprits of just dumb shit turnovers and crunch times just like dude we just you know you could just you if you literally do nothing just throw the ball as high as you can in the air the nuggets would have got the ball one seconds left and at least you would have went to ot now you would have lost an ot so we would have extended it but you literally made the worst <laughs> play possible and that's not and so to that point it's it, it's it's Steve has watched his vets choke away games so often this season, which yeah. is why Sam and I are so angry, saying, like, yeah. just just let Kaminga – like, Kaminga's yeah. not going to make the right play, probably, yeah. but at least lose with him. Like, I'd rather lose with yeah. him than lose with Chris Paul. I already seen us lose with Chris We've Paul. We've seen that already. We've seen it. Yeah. I'm good. We've seen it. We've seen it. All right, I'm going to let you guys go on this one. You, I agree with everything that you just said. I'm trying to take a multi-year approach. This year is cooked. There ain't shit we can do. There's no savior coming at the trade deadline. Kerr is kind yeah, of you're not here for the been renewed for a reason. I want to say two more years. Figure it out. I'm vomiting all over myself. This is disgusting. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for helping me work it out. All right, Dave. Years. Dave, you're always welcome. We appreciate you as always. What's up, fellas? What's up? 
Uh, I need a couple of Lucy's after watching that shit, bro. Oh my <laughs> god! I'll tell you what. I don't know. I'm. It's. have already gone over it, but I'm tired. Tired of uh, Kerr talking like passively about these lineups and stuff. Like, bro, you're the one in charge. Maybe we need his uh, handler, Kenny Atkinson, to start making some of the lineup choices. And I knew it was bad when my mom who like only watches games when i'm home for the holidays was like laughing at how tiny the warriors look and then she started asking about if aaron gordon was an all-star and like the best player on their team and i was like oh that's that's the worst god that's the worst oh my god and then like my final thing is i just feel like curry he's been up and down but he needs to start playing like more of a leader in these late game situations i know he doesn't have like the best like supporting cast and he's kind of forced to take some bad shots, but I don't know. I've seen him kind of like mentally implode like too many times. Um, And I'll just leave you with like a question. Where does this rank um, for regular season losses in the Curry era? Oh, that's a tough one. Top 10 this season for sure. (laughs) I don't think the Warriors have had that many terrible regular season losses kind of in the heyday i wouldn't count any of them it's really just the past four years right three the chats the chats going worst loss since last loss and that's that's how i feel about it um utah last season was pretty i think the sacramento loss this year is worse so but like it's it's Ah! the it's the culmination there's the thunder one there's the sack one there's the thunder one again (laughs) all right let's go who's next i'm not gonna go down to yeah what's up man hey this is a warriors fan all the way from the dmv east coast i hate watching these games i swear every time i'm like i know i pay for you for youtube tv but i'm not gonna watch the game and i actually got cursed out by my wife i laughed audibly when i saw Jokic hit up that three-pointer at the end <clears throat> andy i don't think that the um I don't think the Warriors would have won overtime because I think if you gave them one second, they still would have found a way to lose uh, that game the last the last second. Um, a couple of things like it's just disgusting to see J.K. do so well, but then get the minutes that he's getting. Moody got another DMP. I think we've lost now more home games than we did all of last season. Um, and all of last season too was, I mean, we had some heartbreakers last season and I think we've had more this season too. It's just been disgusting. Draymond can't play. We can't rely on anybody else. Uh, GP, the other, the other defensive guy, uh, can't be on the floor either because he's getting hurt all the time. It, It was just disgusting. And then just one more thing. And I know we see it in football too. When teams get up and they look like they're winning, like, Like Pods looks like the next great white hope for the Warriors when he like got that steal. And I thought it was a take foul when he got fouled at the end right before um the Nuggets called the timeout. I was like, man, they have it in the bag, but you know the Warriors. And I, with other sports, when you get up and then you stop playing to win and then you start just playing not to lose, the the tide shift. And the Nuggets was just too good for that, and I knew we were going down from there. But yeah. I'll leave it at that, guys. I need to go to sleep. <laughs> 2 a.m. on the East Coast. Much love. I was going to say, have a great evening, my man. As much as one can have at 2 a.m. after watching that disgusting loss. Yeah, my goodness. Um, yeah, that's – You think about how it's nice to not at least be on the East Coast. Just like how much more miserable would you be if it was 2 in the morning? Yeah. No shot, I'd be awake. No shot. Um, he makes he makes a good point, and I, I'm gonna lay some CP3 blame because that that pods walked the dog with seven minutes to go, up twenty. That's fucking Chris Paul behavior, is what that is. That is Chris <laughs> Paul behavior. The Warriors, as we know them, would never do some bullshit like that. Come on now. Oh no, we're not doing we're not doing pods like that. Tongue in cheek. Come on, take a chill. But, ma- but maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's Boss fair. It's fair. Every, everyone's got to get a little got a little hate tonight, right? Uh, yeah. No, I pods was 
God, he's amazing. Honestly, Pods is excellent tonight, but you know, didn't need to do that. Didn't need to walk <laughs> the dog. Didn't need to walk the dog. Hi, <laughs> right, BJ. What's up, man? Thanks for the vent session here. Oh my God. I was uh, refreshing my Bleacher Report feed saying if anything happened to JK, man. I was like, why is he not in the game? Whew. It was Kane Smith saying, oh, yes, uh, Warriors need uh, probably another score. But, <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. They're not going to trade Clay and they're not going to trade CP3 for some reason. Um, but, yeah, just ride it out this year and hopefully we get. You know, a new coach next year will actually play the youngins. Appreciate the call. Thanks. I appreciate you too. I don't even know if we need a coach who plays the youngins. I need a coach who plays the players who play well. You know? Could be young. Could be old. That's all I want. That's all I want. Andy, I want to end it on that. (sighs) Play the players who play well. It's a novel concept, I know, but um, the Warriors will will actually be back tomorrow. Oh, no.